Voices of Simsis is the podcast of the Symbolic Systems Program at Stanford University. Each episode, you'll hear from a student, faculty, or alumnus related to symbolic systems, which is the interdisciplinary study of the relationship between minds, machines, and the world. Today's guest is Tina Huang, a Symbolic Systems alumna who graduated in 2000. She'll be interviewed by Sophia Serafine, a current student, and will be shedding some light as to why she chose the major and the various jobs she's had since graduating. I'm Jenny Z, an advising fellow of the Symbolic Systems Program, and this is Voices of Simsis. Hi, Tina. Would you just like to give us a little intro about yourself before we begin? So what originally had prompted you to major in symbolic systems and also what was your concentration in? symbolic systems, um, having like a background in majoring in that, um, was able to prepare you for all of the jobs you have held since graduating? good foundation in analytical thinking, 
being able to apply conceptual frameworks to facts uh, and problem solve in real life, that is, I think, foundational to all the classes that you take as a symbolic systems undergrad, mm-hmm. whether cognitive science, psychology, logic, um, you know, your computer science classes. It's really this idea of being able to apply theoretical models to a set of facts and be able to problem solve in the real world, which is really cool. And now, did that help you when going into law, like having that logic-based thinking um, and like problem-solving skills? Because like symbolic systems and law do great, very, very much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it was part of the reason I kind of knew that I wanted to go to law school. I mean, I, I did an honors thesis in sort of the interaction between law and technology. And so I kind of knew that I thought was where I was headed. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't think until it's now looking back do I see how directly related it was in terms of those types of analytical thinking skills that you learn as a symbolic system student mm-hmm. um, and how directly applicable it is to a profession like the legal profession where you have to you read a lot of case law, um, read a lot of, read a lot in terms of legal frameworks and then being able to apply it to real life problems. Okay. And so when you first graduated and you started as a software tools developer, were you originally planning on doing a more computer science-based job or were you still set that you wanted to go into law after that? Uh, I think I knew that I wanted to eventually... Um, go into law, but I wanted to test it. I wanted to also test it out and to kind of see what um, what it was like in the programming field. And mm-hmm. um, so I, I think I kind of knew in the back of my mind that I was going to be headed to, to law school at some point. I just didn't know when. And um, but I also definitely wanted to working in this field because I think it's only when you work in this field do you really kind of understand what the day-to-day challenges are, what and um, what it what how programming in the real world sort of comes together, what the dynamic is in terms of different departments that come in a in a software company mm-hmm. so i i'm really thankful that i had that experience because i think it makes me now um a better attorney and a better lawyer because my clients are exactly those people like it's they're actually like what i was like an engineer a tools developer um and those are my clients now, and those, and those are the people that I interact with on a day-to-day basis. Okay. And so, would you say the transition from working um, as that software tools developer to becoming, like, an associate at a law firm, was that difficult, or did you kind of, like, ease into that? Well, becoming an associate at a law firm is really typical. It's really the typical path after, um, after law school. 
I wouldn't say this, but it's a typical transition between, you know, a software tools developer and then law, then law firm. But it, it is, after you go to law school, very traditional to get a law firm experience before you move on to um, doing different things. I wouldn't. I didn't stay long at the law firm, so I, I wouldn't say that that was, you know, exactly the right fit. Um, but I again, I'm really thankful that um, that uh, I did that. I, I think that it is very different environment between the 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 software company and the law firm. But I think the law firm is something critical to every lawyer's development in terms of. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's like can't be a good lawyer um, without understanding what happens at a law firm because those are the people that you interact with as well on a daily basis as an in-house counsel to help you do research, help you help you find um, good local advice um, when you're kind of in, on in, in, in-house. So if my clients are now engineers, I guess... Um, I am the client of the law firm's um, associate right now, and so it was helpful to have that experience. Okay. And then when you were working at Google as a legal director, was it kind of strictly in law, or did it help having a background in, like, AI and computer science-related information? It, it, it was definitely a strictly legal job. Um, but again, when you're an in-house counsel, you kind of have to problem solve on the spot. Mm-hmm. And so you, um, you do touch on problem solving in different areas, but it's not, it is not, it's not technical. So I, I definitely, I was not, um, interacting with code or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there are, there are decisions and problems that you help the business think through that do touch on, um, maybe not pure legal subjects. So, like, what do we do about, you know, do we uh, place a data center in this particular area? What do we do about this particular team? It kind of helps the business kind of um, think through those problems, even though those aren't purely legal problems. Mm -hmm. And would you say um, the same holds true for your job currently at WhatsApp? Yeah. I I would say that is... Pretty much the, the same dynamic here at WhatsApp. It's um, primarily my job is legal, but I'm definitely helping the business think through different challenges of how they want to approach you know, general products, business, engineering issues. Um, should they build a facility here? What is it? What are the what What is the benefit for building out an employee base in a particular area? Um, what are the drawbacks? Questions that kind of span across um, many different disciplines across the business. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I have just one final question for you, kind of like a big picture one. Um, and that would be, did you feel majoring in symbolic systems prepared you for law school and beyond in like all your past jobs and as well as your current job?
having that mindset and training. Um, and so while my, my path was a legal path, and I feel like it definitely set me up um, in terms of their skills, I, I can see the law system being a great launching pad for someone who is going to be a, uh, a journalist. Uh, you know, a researcher, just any profession that I think draws on those deep analytical skills.